Welcome to the Resilient Mind Podcast. In this episode, you will be listening to How to Organize Your Mind, get access to the Mental Mastery Program and other exclusive episodes by becoming a subscriber. Enjoy. A well-established mind, a mind which is in a state of samyukti, is referred to as a kalpaviksham. If you organize your mind to a certain level of organization, it in turn organizes the whole system. Your body, your emotion, your energies, everything gets organized in that direction. Once all these four dimensions of you, your physical body, your mind, your emotion and the fundamental life energies are organized in one direction. Once you are like this, anything that you wish happens without even lift, lifting a little finger actually. It would help to assist it with activity, but even without doing any activity, you can still manifest what you want. If you organize these four dimensions in one direction and keep it unwavering in that direction for a certain period of time. Right now the problem with your mind is, every moment it is changing its direction. It is like you want to travel somewhere and every two steps if you keep changing your direction, the question of you reaching the destination is very remote unless it happens by chance. So, organizing our minds and in turn organizing the whole system and these four basic dimensions of who you are right now in one direction, if you do this, you are a kalpavruksha yourself, anything that you wish will happen. But right now, if you look at your lives, Everything that you have wished for till now, if it happens, you have finished. Everything and everybody that you have desired for, if all of that lands up in your house today, could you live with that? So if you want to become empowered, it is also important that you become responsible as to what you ask for and what you don't. Right now the world situation is just this, we are hugely empowered with technology. Today it doesn't take Six, six billion people to destroy this planet. One man by pressing the wrong button can destroy the whole planet. When we are empowered like this, it's very important that our physical action, emotional action, mental action and energy actions are controlled and properly directed. If it is not so, we become destructive, self-destructive. Right now, that is our problem. The technology which is supposed to make our life beautiful and easy has become the source of all the problem that we are destroying the very basis of our life which is the planet. So organizing our minds fundamentally means moving from a compulsive state of activity to a conscious state of activity. You might have heard of people for whom they asked for something and beyond all expectations it came true to… true for them. Generally this happens to people who are in faith. Now, let's say you want to build a house. If you start thinking, oh, I want to build a house, to build a house I need fifty lakhs, but I have only fifty rupees in my pocket, not possible, not possible, not possible. The moment you say not possible, you're also saying I don't want it. So on one level, you're creating a desire that you want something, on another level, you're saying I don't want it. So in this conflict, it may not happen. Someone who has some faith in a god or in a temple or whatever, who is simple-minded. Faith works only for those people who are simple-minded. 
Thinking people, people who are too much thinking, for them it never works. A childlike person who has a simple faith in his god or his temple or whatever, he goes to the temple and says, Shiva, I want a house. I don't know how, you must make it for me. Now in his mind there are no negative thoughts. Will it happen? Will it not happen? Is it possible? Is it not possible? These things are completely removed by this simple act of faith. Now he believes Shiva will do it for him and it will happen. So is Shiva going to come and build your house? No, I want you to understand, God will not lift his little finger for you. What you refer to as God is the source of creation. So if life has to happen the way you think it should happen, first of all, how you think, with how much focus you think, how much stability is there in your thought and how much reverberance is there in the thought process will determine whether your thought will become a reality or is it just an empty thought. Or how you do not create any impediments for your thought by creating negative thought process. When you repeatedly return to a pure thought, something you want, when you feel good when you think about it, and you maintain it for 68 seconds. In a short period of time, sometimes hours, sometimes days, that thought becomes a dominant thought. And once we achieve it as a dominant thought, you will experience matching manifestations in your life. That's why focusing on this repeatedly, this is not a one-time event, on what you want, having pictures up so you're thinking about it repeatedly. So that's creating more energy, more speed, more focus, more intensity of the emotion, and then the manifestation starts. Remember, you get what you think about, whether you want it or not. You always, always, always get what you think about. You just see what is it that you really want and strive for that. And if your thought is created in a powerful way, without any negativity, without any negative thoughts bringing down the intensity of the thought process, it will definitely manifest. The whole existence today, modern science is proving, is just a reverberation of energy. It is a vibration. Similarly, your thought is also a vibration. If you generate a powerful thought and let it out, it will always manifest itself. So generally, people are using faith as a means to remove the negative thought. Today, once you have become thinking human beings, your faith is not too deep. It doesn't matter how much faith you think you have, somewhere doubts always crop up. Right now, the way your minds are made, this moment, if God appears right here, you will not surrender to Him. You will want an investigation whether he is really God or not. With this kind of mind, you should not waste your time on faith. So there is an alternative, which is commitment. If you simply commit yourself to creating what you really care for, now once again, your thought gets organized in such a way, there is no such thing as whether it's possible or not possible. There is no hurdle in your thought process. Your thought flows freely towards what you want. Once this happens, making it happen will also naturally follow. 
So to create what you really care for, first and foremost thing is that what you want must be well manifested in your mind, that this is what I want. Is that what you really want, you must look at it because any number of things in your life you have thought this is it, the moment you reach there you realize that's not it, it's the next one and the next one and the next one. So what is it that one really wants is one thing. First of all, we must explore. Once that is clear and we are committed to creating it, now there is a continuous process of thought in that direction. Once you can maintain a steady stream of thought without changing direction, definitely this is going to happen in your life or it will definitely manifest as a reality in your life. It is extremely beneficial for you to focus primarily on the way you feel while giving only scant attention to the manifestations as they are unfolding. Now, there's one thing that's kind of important. I mentioned it about appreciation and feeling blessed. When you feel blessed or say thank you and feel appreciative, there are no blockages whatsoever. And if you notice on the emotional scale, it's right up there at the top, appreciation and love. That's like the highest level. That means your vibration is perfect and there's absolutely no blockages. So that's the ideal place to be. Appreciation and self-love are the most important aspects you could ever nurture. Appreciation of others and appreciation of yourself are the closest vibrational frequencies to those things which you desire. Many people think that the uncomfortable feeling of wanting something that they do not expect to experience is what the feeling of desire is. They no longer recognize the feeling of pure desire as that fresh, eager feeling of expectancy that they knew when they were children. The feeling of pure desire is always delicious as it represents the vibrations that are stretched out before you into the unseen future. That's why we say you have to feel good when you think about what you want. You can't feel frustrated. And many people today confuse desire. They think, I really have a strong desire, I know because I'm just so mad I don't have that. That's not desire. Desire is that fresh, eager, excited sense of expectancy. That's desire. That's when you're lined up, when you're feeling better. But some people always say, you know, but I'm in a, such a bad state, so let me address this. Some people say, I'm not happy over here where I'm standing right now. I would much rather be over there. Over there where my body is not sick. Over there where I'm not overweight. Or over there where I have more money and a better relationship. So the question that you have to ask yourself is, why would you want to be over there with all those good things? And the answer that most people give is, because I'm not happy over here. Does that make sense? Like, why do you want that? Because I hate this. It's very common. As long as somebody is talking about and feeling what's over here, they can never get what's over there. So let me just, let me, let me clarify this. Why do you want that new car? Because I hate this car. Why do you want more money? Because I'm sick and tired of being in debt and I hate my job and I don't like all the bills and I just want to be free. You can never get that when you're feeling 
and thinking about this. Do you understand that? That's why the key is turning your back on that and only focusing on this, of what you want. And you'll know this by how you feel. When you're only focusing on what you want, you always feel better. And the current situation is completely irrelevant because you know it's just temporary. Who cares? It's temporary. Big deal. It's temporary. How bad is it? It doesn't matter. It's temporary. It's raining today. So what? It's going to be sunny at some point. It's temporary. Now, there is one other little technique to feel good. And it's the most powerful technique. It's also the simplest technique. It's the technique of appreciation. Any time a person feels bad, you can do any of those things on that laundry list that I gave you. But any time you feel bad, simply stop for a moment. Notice I'm feeling bad, which tells you that you're thinking about something that you don't want to happen or do not like. So feeling bad means you are thinking about either the absence of something you want, something you don't want to happen, or something you do not like. That's all it means. Instead, you want to be feeling good, which means you're thinking about and focusing on what you do want to happen and what your desires are. So anytime you feel bad, you have to move yourself up that emotional scale. So you move yourself up that emotional scale, and the simplest way to do it is to find, you can do the Callahan technique, you can go for a walk, you can get a massage, you can do all these things. The simplest thing is stop for a minute, notice that you feel bad, and just say and ask yourself, stop. <sighs> Come on, what in my life can I be thankful for? There's gotta be something. I have eyes, I can see. How many people are blind? I have legs. How many people are amputees? I have food. How many people are going hungry today? You know, yeah, I don't like this situation, but it's temporary. And slowly, you, you can begin to move up that emotional scale from feeling depression, and maybe that emotional move may be just feeling depression and moving up to anger. And by the way, that's a good move, because anger is feeling better than depressed. Do you understand that? It's okay to move up that scale one at a time or every other one. And some people don't understand that. It's okay if you're depressed to start getting really mad because you're moving up. You're going in the right direction. You may not be able to go from depressed to feeling joy. Matter of fact, you can't, especially if this is a practice thought. So sometimes you have to move up slowly. But an easy way to start that move up slowly is sometimes just find one thing that you can be thankful for that starts to pull and starts moving in that direction. And you'll notice you start moving up that scale. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Continue strengthening your mind by listening to our other episodes.